Kilikilikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikilikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Melikilikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, starting with the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> In Ricky meets the parents, and Orlando isn't as handy on the roof as he had hoped. <laughs> Along with Cootie Crawford, I'm the guy who always has an umbrella if you need one. Welcome to Two Real Reviewers, this week's podcast brought to you by Fiji Airlines, canceling flights due to fog since 2008. Great opening, great opening. How is your holiday season starting out for you? You're going to call me Scrooge. By the time we're done with this, you're going to call me Scrooge. I'm going to have a lump of coal in my stocking. I should have watched the third. I should have watched Christmas Vacation with you just to at least have. Well, you put that out there for us to go to when they were, weren't they doing that at the the theater down oh, the drive-in yeah. yeah unfortunately i had to work so i couldn't build that one out but uh have you you've seen christmas vacation correct oh sure absolutely right. yeah so my question yeah. for you any, out of any, these any any cousin eddie appearance <laughs> i'm i'm in not 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 in current day randy quaid is quite yeah, a well, character personally i think he's privately. driving around i think he's driving around in that RV Winnebago thing. <laughs> he might have made a deal to trade his acting services for that rig to drive to Canada and, and squat. I thought they kicked him out of Canada. They didn't want him either. Maybe just standing at the border. <laughs> so, so my question I was going to ask, sorry, uh, the three movies, which one do you think was higher, highest ranked out of the three that we watched? By whom? By fans. Probably Christmas Vacation, don't you think? It, it is, actually. I was a little bit shocked, even though I'm a big fan of Christmas Vacation. one of my favorite. Matter of fact, I will put it up on our Facebook page. Um, I have a little cubby hole. Everybody else has man caves. I get like a half bar. Um, and I, <laughs> it's all Christmas vacation, vacation stuff, from Christmas ornaments to play music to a big picture sign that my wife had designed and put up um, and the giant glass Wally world moose uh, eggnog bowl with cups and shot glasses and everything along with it. Oh, so, I, I believe I saw that uh, when you, you showcased your home being decorated for Christmas. Uh, yes. Yes. So we're, we're, um, and if you read the, the thing in the back uh, of the, of there, it is the quote that he says to cousin Eddie when they're, when they're drinking and he says, can I fill your eggnog, drive you out to the desert, leave you for dead. So that's up there right there. That's what my wife put up. So, um, but yeah, exciting week of movies, three of my favorite to be exact. And I got a little overzealous and uh, watched all three. So bonus coverage this week again. 
Yes, and I'll try not to talk over you this week. <laughs> so did I did I hear you correctly saying that these three are all kind of up there in your favorites? These are my three um, current favorites. I know that there's like Elf and Christmas Story and, and you know, all the Santa Claus movies and go on, you know, you can go down the line right there. But for me, these are the three that I watch every year. Christmas Vacation, I watch multiple times. Uh, for Christmas is, is more of an updated good Christmas movie. Um, and, and there's others. I mean, it, I, I will say that most recently Christmas Chronicles has really done well uh, with, with uh, Russell. And I really enjoy watching that as those as well. But these are my three go-to every year. Go-to, about, huh? Yeah, how about yours? Hmm. Well, not these three. <laughs> really? Oh, here we go. Here we go. So, yeah, Lump of Coal or Grinch is with me. <laughs> Which one am I, I going to go with? I, uh, I, well, we we might as we we might as well just rip this bandaid off and 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 get started, um, so we can we can quick I can quickly take my, um, you know my my uh, my lump of coal um, with movies two and three, but I think we're going to start. I was going to say uh, with cousin Eddie, aren't we? Yep, we're going to start with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I have one. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood. Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? So with this being said, um, Christmas Vacation to me has been fun. I love the way that it opens. It flows very well. Um, the cinematography is great. I mean, even to the part when he finally gets his lights up, there's a scene there with the big moon in the back. The, it makes you feel a little more Christmassy when you're watching this because we've all wanted to do what Clark Griswold does, host Christmas Vacation and put up as many Christmas lights on your house as possible. And I've done both of those and had the same effect that he has uh, had in this movie. So I feel maybe it's because I can relate to it. I can sit and say who is who when they walk through his door as a family. We all know Christmas Vacation, so let me give you just a quick recap. Clark Griswold wants to host Christmas Vacation. Both sides of the family come. Unexpected family member comes and Cousin Eddie, who we've all fell in love with through all of the National Lampoon Vacation series except for European Vacation. And uh, we enjoy the hijinks that goes on from trying to get the lights to work to chopping down a tree to the crappy neighbors um, to the overcooked turkey, you name it. Uh, we've all been a part of it and there it is. And it always tidies up at the end there. So 
out of this movie, what of the scenes that went on do you think of you can relate to the most? Um, probably getting the 25,000 twinkle lights <laughs> that he puts up, right, to yeah. function properly. I have Christmas lights in my house right now, and I have a section that is out. <laughs> and you, you've changed every bulb, and you wiggle every line, and you try to figure it out, and you slip and slide on your roof as you're almost about to fall. We've all done it, and I'm doing it this year as well. I, and I'm not sure, and I'm not sure that I've ever had anybody, unexpected family members anyway, unexpectedly pop in. Well, it's cousin Eddie's special. Right. Well, I was going to say, do you, do you have a cousin Eddie? I, I don't have a c cousin Eddie to that extent. I, I have a half, maybe a half brother. <laughs> I won't name names uh, that has that same type of mentality. But last year I told the family Christmas vacation. Everybody came to my house. All of my children and their, ch and their kids spent the night. So it was the first time uh, that I had all six of my kids plus their babies in my home at one time. And then we had my aunts and uncles come in and my, my cousins come in from others. So think about this. It is 40 some odd degrees outside. I had to turn the air conditioning on in my house because there was so many people. It was so hot. And when in, you're, in December? In December. And you're so, it's, and, you, and it was chaotic. Every area of my kitchen to my dining room to my extended dining room to my living room was full of people. But, and, every, you know, there's always somebody that's going to say something and frustrate somebody. And there's always somebody that's going to do something that irritates them. Um, and you're going to make a comment that you probably shouldn't make. And that's going to irritate. But as a host, your job is to make sure it all goes as planned. Even when you decide at the last minute when there's a few people still straggling and they won't leave your house, that you open your sliding door and let your two giant beast dogs in. <laughs> That's, and which that's I did the, last year as well. <laughs> now, how many of these uh, supposed inappropriate comments that family members make uh, were you the author of? Zero. Zero. Really? Oh, so you're yeah. the you are I'm the, the consummate I, host. Yes, you have to be. You have to be. You. Here's the thing: when it comes to holidays, and everybody, you can take take this to the bank. It's chaos. You have screaming children. Screaming children. You have now in today's world the political debate. You have the, and even though you ask them not to, they do still do their little smarky comments, you know, so on and so forth. But at the end of the night, you're still going to love your family. You're going to hug them. You're going to kiss them and you're going to see them in Easter in a few short months. So it, it's, it's nothing changes, nothing it is. It's just an opportunity to share Christmas and the holidays with people that you love. And that's just how it works. Well, and you've got in your family dynamic, if I if I've got this correctly, especially mm -hmm. because Nana just had a birthday, right? Mm -hmm. Happy birthday, Nana! You've you got birthday. four generations that you're working on, correct? Yes. You yeah. go to Nana all the way down. That would that would imply that Nana is a great grandmother, mm -hmm. which I don't think I had thought about before. That means that Patty Joe is a great aunt. Mm -hmm. I have yes. that right. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so, and then you you're already working on the your grandkids are little kids. So if Christmas is about the kids, 
and gifts and tearing paper and stocking stuffers and all that. Yeah, I can see where that would be. That's where you've you've got this message. Your your message is spot on. It's it you know and and one of the things is the Santa comes every year, and the kids get still? a gift still to this day. Uh, my daughter Kayla actually didn't stop believing in Santa until almost high school, <laughs> and they're devastated that there's not a real one. <laughs> what do you mean there's not a real one? Well, you know, some. But it is the spirit of Christmas. But back to our movie vacation. Um, there's so many fun hijinks uh, from from the up in the, it, you know, you can even get a little emotional when he finds his old uh, Christmas videos, which just, by the way, I have at home and I had him move to a DVD. So I get to watch videos of my dad and my uncle and my aunt and my grandma and their grandfather and even videos of me when I was a young buck, all in black and white and some in color. Uh, black and white yeah they're all i have i have i have a huge box of my grandfather's eight millimeter videos so um and most of them were holiday ones so i had them put on dvd so anywho so we have that so you get that part with clark uh, you get the part where he gets fed up with his co-workers and mary kiss my ass <laughs> merry christmas merry kiss my ass happy hanukkah screw you you know um you get where, you know, he dreams of his pool and the hijinks of neighbors and, and, you know, where are you going to put a tree that big, you know, bend over and I'll show you, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. Clark, Clark is, is the type of, of patriarch that despite the most frustrating of circumstances, he keeps it as positive as he can until he just blows his stack. He has that breakout every year. He did it in Vegas. He did it at Christmas vacation. He did it in the first vacation. I don't remember European vacation because it's one of my least favorite of the vacational movies. I mean, he just snaps. Uh, yes, yes. And, you know, it, and we've all been there. I, I love how he yells to the extent. And at the end, he's all, where's the Tylenol? <laughs> you know, it's just, we, and, and we've, we've, Sorry, I lost my volume there. We've done that. We've all done that. I've, I had a couple years back living in Anaheim. I had my sisters and her kids at the time. They were all young, staying with us. And somehow my shower got plugged up and overflowed. Um, my nephew decided to throw uh, a, a red Solo cup into the wash sink in the laundry room. So when the washer dispersed its water, it plugged the drain. So I'm sitting in my living room and we're watching a Christmas movie and I hear a, like a waterfall behind me. And I'm like slowly leaning over the back of my chair, my couch, my head's going one way, it's going the other way. You're kind of looking around. You're like, what the hell is that noise? What is, what's, what, what water's running? And then you stand up and look and the next thing you know, your laundry room is completely flooded <laughs> because your nephew decided to use a sink as a trash can. So, we look which, back uh, which, at it. Which, I got to know which nephew. My USA Rugby, Mikey Tao. I knew it. I, <laughs> I knew it. The minute you said, I knew it was Mikey. I knew it. And, and, and the funny thing is, it was chaos that that Christmas the whole time. And but when we look back at it now, we laugh and joke, and those are great memories that that we have. 
that we're thankful we have. I have more memories of events like that than I do of getting the right Christmas gift or something of that sort. And I think that's what Christmas vacation kind of was. It was a really thinking that you can go all through it. And at the end of it, you know, you're going to be thankful and, and everything's going to go the right way. And you're going to sing to the sewage plant light, <laughs> the light at the sewage plant and think it's the Christmas star. <laughs> so, and, and, and so in this movie, um, that would, those, these are my favorite parts of it, but unfortunately too, it was also the uh, great grandmother's last movie. Um, I don't know if you knew that as well. Oh, I did not Bethany, know that. Uh, May Questel. Yeah, it was her last movie. She passed shortly after that film. So, but but think of the, again Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Juliet Lewis, um, Johnny Galec, um, John Randolph, Diane Lane, Lad, excuse me, Doris Roberts, Randy Quaid. I mean, you have a tremendous cast there. The thing I like about it, and it, what people don't seem to agree with, all the vacations is have different kids, and they've been successful every time, except for European. But they've been successful every time. And in this one, you know, obviously the, the time frame and, and stuff, um, Johnny Galecki, who we all know now is from Big Bang Theory, Juliette Lewis, who went off to get, you know, Oscar nominated. So there's been some some amazing stuff here um, with these casts. And I thought that this movie did very well. And, I, and it deserves its rating of 7.6 out of 10. It absolutely does. So, so what sort of ranking does it get in the Monty Crawford uh, school of uh, movie ratings? Well, we normally rate our popcorns and our red vines, and we base them on what we feel are almost like Academy Award type movies, such as Goodwill Hunting, which got my <laughs> favorite one. Um, however, in these movies, I'm going to rate them based so solely on their ability to be a Christmas movie or holiday movie. So for me, National Lampoon Christmas Vacation, out of a Christmas theme rating, um, peppermint popcorn, <laughs> uh, peppermint popcorn, and I'm rating it uh, four of my oh. popcorns. But remember, this is based on Christmas movies, not Oscar films. So you're 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 not suggesting that the four and a half popcorns that you would give to Apollo 13 is only a half a popcorn ahead of there's no Christmas that's, vacation. that's why I said you have to understand this is Christmas theme only that's so which would, okay. if you had to put it in the theme of of Oscar nominated and things like that it would be in the lower three like 3.25 but we're not we're cranking it out it's even making Hawk. three yes I love this mm -hmm. movie think mm -hmm. about it think about it there wasn't too many editing issues there wasn't too many plot holes it all came to be the same even the thing of the christmas was a christmas parade that they had it was so windy you couldn't even see the nutcrackers nuts even little comments like that through the movie <laughs> just made it fun to watch um all the way down the line the little things that you don't catch like cousin eddie putting 50 pound bags of dog food on the cart and he put two out there and then clark puts light bulbs and then he smashes them with the third one people don't really see those little things the there's always something little in here that makes you pay attention and makes you laugh so I, this is a movie that i love to see because it reminds me of my family and makes me laugh and you well 
that is what you want from really any movie, especially if it's comedic in nature. And um, mm-hmm. I, I would, having seen this, this is partially bonus coverage because I didn't sit down and watch this <laughs> one last week, but I've seen it enough, you know, where, where the, the gag lines, and this is, you know, this is part of a movie franchise, right. you know, with, with Chevy Chase, when Chevy Chase was, you know, a, a hot ticket. Um, now he's a hot mess. I even know I love Chevy Chase. I, I do. I, you know, I hear all the rumors that he was hard to work with. So, well, I, I just I think he's uh, he's he's had a brilliant career. Right. He, he's he's had a brilliant career across the board, including keeping this franchise afloat. Because wasn't right. this? I mean, which one of these mo- uh, of the of the fran- What's what sequence is this one? Um, if I'm not mistaken, this is before Vegas, so this would be the third. Okay, so that I was going to say, I think it's number three, mm-hmm. and and it, it, by the time you get to number three in a in 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 a in a franchise, it may be kind of wearing itself out. But I don't think this one does. It it's it follows suit. It's a to me, it's as it's as solid as the first one, which we have previously reviewed. Yes. Yeah. And then, and you got to remember too, you know, this, this franchise is still alive and kicking, you know, vacation came out and did a reboot of it with the younger son playing the main role in 2015. So don't count it as dead. And Clark, uh, Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo actually, uh, uh, chimed in on that one as well. So in two, in 2000 and, um, that was 2015, and then there's been rumors that are going to be more. And I think Chevy, is, it, it's held its own. I think, it's, to me, it's probably one of the most successful franchises out of the National Lampoons. Oh, I, I absolutely would agree with that, for sure. So, absolutely, for sure. So I, I will say this. They should not remake Christmas Vacation. Not that one. This, they, this needs to be let, left as, as a standalone. <laughs> leave it. Leave it. Um, nope. Don't don't meddle with success. Correct. Don't meddle with success. All right. So, well, if we uh, if we enjoyed uh, Christmas with the Griswolds, I think maybe it's time that we spend Christmas with the Cranks. In this friendly little town, there lived an enchanting family named the Cranks. Every year, they would celebrate Christmas together. Merry Christmas! Until the year their daughter Blair left for the holidays. This won't be the same. Then, Luther got a brilliant idea. We skip Christmas. We'll go bask in the Caribbean sun. We skip Christmas? What's up? No Christmas Eve party? Run away from Christmas, huh? A lot of the neighbors are pretty upset. So I didn't realize that this was based on a John Grisham book. Now, I, John Grisham is one of my favorite authors, and a bunch of his books have been made into movies. Uh, it, this book was originally, uh, it, or is titled Skipping Christmas. Wait, wait John Grisham of the... the Like Pelican like, Breeze? Yeah. And, and the, really? Time to Kill. And, yeah, he wrote I the book. It's called did, Skipping Christmas. Did not know that. Yeah. So when I, and this is on the main screen when the movie is opening. So I'm going, okay, you you have my attention. And for those of you who may not have remembered this, this was a Monty recommendation to Rod. Mm -hmm. So I am, and I'm at Mr. Crawford's Murphy, uh, Mercy, uh, watching this movie, but it had my attention right out of the gate based on Monty's recommendation. And because it's based on a, a John Grisham book. But 
how did screenplay writer Chris Columbus miss on this one, right? This guy's no stranger to Christmas. He had previously worked on, on Home Alone 1 and, and Home Alone 2, mm-hmm. which wouldn't you agree that those are Christmas movies? Excellent movies. Excellent okay. movies yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And Chris Columbus was in on this Christmas Chronicles number two that you mentioned just a couple of minutes ago as well. Neither one of which I've seen, by the way. Now, but this, now isn't, this isn't the Christopher Columbus who sailed here on a... No, okay. no. <laughs> no, it's Chris. Probably right. some long-lost relative. <laughs> but, you know, now I know why Mr. Columbus may have missed a little bit. Okay. You know why? Why? Because he directed Adventures in Babysitting. I did not know this. This is so good to put together. I had no clue. I mean, I know he's been a the producer of a lot of things. I didn't know he was yeah. a director as well. Yeah, he directed um, Adventures in Babysitting. And y'all know all too good and well my problem with Adventures in Babysitting. How, how has this not caused problems in your marriage with that? Never mind. We're, we're sidetracking. <laughs> Because I know your wife's a big fan of Adventures of Babysitting. So I I go a bit further and think, well, how did director Joe Roth not catch lightning in a bottle with this? I mean, you've got a John Grisham book and you've got some wonderful actors that were in this movie, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, now I know why. He was part of the crew that brought us Doolittle earlier this year. Uh, Mr. Joe Roth. So we're, we're, we're in an O2 count here, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Tim Allen, as Luther, he's no stranger to Christmas movies either, right? Mm-hmm. But doesn't Tim Allen, and I, I may be, I may, I may get some, 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 some back talk from you because I know you're a big Tim Allen fan. But doesn't Tim just kind of repeat the same role over and over again? I mean, I watched this movie thinking that it was really Tim, the tool guy, you know, does Christmas. Really? I, I don't know if I could, I, I could put that on there. I am a big Tim Allen fan. I'm a huge Tim Allen fan. Um, I will say this. I do kind of think he, he phoned this one in. It and wasn't ha- his best. It wasn't his best. Mm-hmm. And Jamie Lee Curtis was all wrong as Nora. But she Jamie, was- Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis is not the sort of, squealing type over the top doting mother in that outfit those outfits she was wearing <laughs> well butters with the turtleneck and the the over the top i think they just tried to make what that cult or that that area was how about the uh how about the uh the tanning salon outfit now, was, that was that wasn't you, all that bad. When you said she was all wrong, I was going to say she was all right in the bathing suit. <laughs> I actually thought that one of the actresses that was in the movie who played Candy, Carolyn Ray. Now, I yeah. thought Carolyn Ray would have been a better Nora, especially if you're going to have her be so – every time the daughter called, right, Nora went ballistic and bananas and squealed with the light that the daughter was on the phone. And I thought Carolyn Ray would have been a, a cast better as Nora. And did you notice that, that Nora's other friend who who's played by Felicity Huffman, mm-hmm. that her name was M E R R Y. Well, you had candy and Mary candy and Mary, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Candy with an eye, by the way. 
Yes, candy with an eye. And, and Mary, M-E-R-R-Y. It, you know, cute. Now, <laughs> now, can Dan Aykroyd do cantankerous meddling neighbor very well? I thought he did. I thought he was overbearing. I thought he was on the verge of a psychopath. I didn't think he was even remotely close. Really? With this to cantankerous meddling old get off my lawn. I didn't see it. Who, Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. That was that was more Emmett Walsh. Emmett Walsh, who played Walt across the street, was more of get the hell off my yard type now, thing. Now M M Emmett Walsh was the star of the show as far as I'm concerned. And M. Emmett Walsh did exactly what M. Emmett Walsh always does. He connects with the audience because of his history and show. Every time you see M. Emmett Walsh in a movie, you know exactly what you're going to get. I agree with that. I and, 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 good... and, and this was a plus. He's, he, he's my favorite in Best of Times. So, sorry. <laughs> so, it's, it's a very interesting idea about skipping Christmas altogether. I think, of, it. I think about this year. Yes. You know, yeah. this, I mean, this year, as I'm looking at our family Christmas tree, which has been leaning up against the wall in our living room since Monday with uh, no, no ornaments or lights on it yet. You don't have your tree up? It's up, but it's leaning against the wall. Rod. It's got water in it, but I, I promise today. I'll, I'll send you photographic well, proof that we did. Well, you have you you're you got a tough schedule. You got a tough schedule, so I, I get that. Well, but it's Christmas. Yeah, I know. And it's, two of my kids are home. And it, but it's been tough. It's been it's not your typical twenty you know or holiday. It's twenty twenty. It's the. No, year I didn't. I didn't crap. book. I didn't book a cruise, right? <laughs> or a plane trip <laughs> to Fiji. Right? Exactly <laughs> to Fiji, which we'll get into more in time. And, and I really, I really liked how it all buttoned up at the end. And yeah. I really like the kind judge. Now this was John Grisham like that. Yeah. You have a gesture that Luther makes towards Walt and Bev, right? I just felt that uh, aside from the, the wall, actually Walt and Bev both, I thought were a, a great couple, but everybody else was just cast incorrectly. Now, I, if you I could ask me, well, who should have played Luther and who should have done this? And I don't know, but it, it, it's not the actors that were on the screen. It, the movie's fine. If we're, if we're grading, if we're grading based on how well is a Christmas message received in the movie, mm -hmm. I'll give it three red vines. Okay. It's fine. It, it, it's fine. It's to me, I, 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 the only part I like how it, it hit buttoned up, but at the same time, like when they were trying to do this all for their, I'm assuming their one and only child, you know, um, you know, I think I just got lost that he still was upset during the party. I don't think a real person would have been upset in the party still thinking of, I should be on the cruise. And I've never, no matter how frustrated I've been at a Christmas party or a holiday party or Thanksgiving with anyone, have I ever shown it? It's always been the smile and the thank you. And then I'd go to bed and 
or you know they'd leave and then i'd go home and drink my scotch or my whiskey or whatever go to my room or whatever but i never would do that in front of family and friends especially ones that just tried to help you that's the only part of this movie that bothered me now i did like his gesture at the end and i thought that was great but i didn't like the fact that he you know did that in the middle of it i just maybe they shouldn't have had him in there at all and maybe he should have disappeared and went across the street but the whole poutiness of it kind of got to me a little and his daughter's home yes you know, and Blair's engaged now to Enrique. In in Enrique. Enrique. You caught that, right? You caught that the sign at the yes. airport? Yes. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. hilarious. I thought that was by, by Jake Busey and, and Cheech Marin. And Cheech Marin. Especially Cheech Marin being in on the gag. I thought yes. that was great. I, lo- I love Cheech. He's he was fun to watch. And and Jake Busey, you haven't seen much of him lately. I mean, you know, um, but he can never live up to his older brother. Oh, oh, are we going to go down memory lane? Save that for another show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe we could read Starship Troopers with him. I, you know, it, it, I appreciate the recommendation. I'm glad I watched it. I I am glad. I am glad that I watched it. Yeah. Best best part of the movie. Best part of the, for me, the best part of the movies was when he went to Walton Beth's. I just, I thought that okay. was a, a very, a, 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 a very nice moment. Um, who had a better uh, Santa sleigh at the end? <laughs> who would, oh. <laughs> the Volkswagen bug, baby. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, well, and I thought that was an interest. I thought that was a very interesting twist as well. Mm-hmm. Right, that you you have uh, Marty, who presumably knows everyone in town, right? But no one knows him, mm-hmm. right? And and he ends up he ends up you know driving away, in the, in the, <laughs> but he's supposedly Santa, you know, at the end. Right. So it lets kids at the end of this movie who are watching it. So you, you go, can, oh, look, Santa you does can, exist. You can still believe. Yeah. See, you should go tell Kayla, watch that scene again. <laughs> It'll negate anything that your father may have, you know, put in your head before. So I, I have this, and I'm going to lay it out here, and I know that my nieces who uh, listen to this show pretty religiously are going to know, so I might as well share. I want you to understand my kids all have some sort of connection to each one of these movies. And so at the end of this podcast, I'm going to talk about the big connection that we will all have at the end uh, for this holiday weekend. And I'll I'll share that with you. All right. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. But before we can get to that, we've not only reviewed two movies already, but now we have to endure four Christmases. You actually eat while you play that? Just flip the tube. Excuse me? Flip the tube. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. Capital of China. Hong Kong. Yes. Thing next to your bed on the nightstand. A sock? Yes. I helped you come up with this when you were drunk and you came home from the bar last Thursday. Alibi. Yes. All right. The thing I'm not allowed to wear to Supercross. Miniskirt? Yes. Me and you dry humping on the beach. A screensaver. Yes, baby. This game is so easy. The only man that I'm allowed to cheat on you with. John Grisham. Yes. Mexican dude. Ricardo Montalban. Yes. Right here. Right here. Oh, God. 
Okay. This is like an animal's attack video. Uh, guys, there's other people at the table's uncomfortable. Oh, God. You guys got a lot. How many was that? Seven. I have to ask, last week during my Shawshank Redemption, I had talked to you about Paul that movie being a lot of popular culture and different movies, whether it's been a quote, a saying, a reference, a, a you know, a, a gag, whatever it may be. Did you catch it in Four Christmases? I don't think I did then. <gasps> it's when he, it's okay. First thing first, let's go just that quick recap. Four Christmases is about a couple that likes to not be around their family. They, as opposed to Christmas vacation, who, Clark wants to be around the family. Um, they plan on going away for the holidays, tell their family that they're doing some good deeds uh, in foreign charity countries, work. charity work. And they end up getting caught in the lie. And because they're, they're on the news when all the airlines are snowed in and they have to now go to the four Christmases of the four different families because like most 2020, which is unfortunate, um, there is a split family on each side. So they go to all four Christmases and chaos is, goes crazy on each of them, but all wraps up at the end, just like every Christmas movie. So in this movie though, when they are at um, uh, Orlando, if that's what you want to call them, AKA Brad uh, are at Robert Duvall's house, Howard. Um, and he is, getting his butt whipped by his brothers played by Tim McGraw and John Favreau, AKA Denver and Dallas. Um, he talks to his girlfriend, Kate played by Reese Witherspoon and says the line as she's telling him that he needs to stand up for himself. And he's like, they are cage fighters. These guys are semi-professional cage fighters. He goes, my life growing up was like, and he referenced, Shawshank Redemption. He says, my life was like Shawshank Redemption, but I didn't have a tiny old man to help me get through it. <laughs> a tiny old black man to okay. help me get through it. So okay. he referenced it there, and I caught that, and I just thought that was really funny. But, you know, Vince Vaughn does his Vince Vaughn in this movie, where at certain times, he goes off. You know, and he goes off in his little tangents, just like we talked about him in Wedding Crashers. Right. So, kind of the same situation but here. Many other Vince Vaughn movies. Correct. Right. His little Rolls. speeches and spiels. I thought here, though, was kind of fun because you get to see different families. You get to see how different families are doing Christmas. You have the, you know, Reese Witherspoon's mom, played by Mary Steenburgen, Marilyn, who is an over-the-top religious person. Um, well, recent though. Recent, yes. She wasn't before, as you can tell by the, the family uh, gathering. She, she was. <laughs> it was. It was apparent that her, you know, hooking up with Pastor Phil, who was played so well by an otherwise unrecognizable Dwight Yoakam. So we had two country singers in this movie: Tim McGraw and Dwight Yoakam. You got to love it. Um, and then, uh, so it goes there, and then. But you know, it, the thing about this movie, because of the four families, you can actually feel for each one of those. So, so in the sense of, is your family more like Robert Duvall's household, or is it more like Mary Steenberger's household, or is it you know, go go down that line? You know, it, right. it, you know, it, it's the different moms and dads that they did John Voight, even though they never went to John Voight's house, they did go back and meet up with the family 
with Mary Steamer and John Voight happened to be there and they found out, Oh, your family gets along, blah, blah, blah. So there was a little bit of that. Um, and Sissy Spacek's household, the, the hippie uh, don't eat grandma's brownies uh, <laughs> played, you know, Paula played by her, Sissy Spacek. So there's some heavy cast here, very heavily uh, cast, but you can, you can kind of find yourself in one of those four Christmases and think, yeah, mine's kind of like that. Trying to play the game and there's someone's beeping in your ear. We've done that. We've all been. We we had family feud last year at my Christmas vacation. Family, that's what I call it, my Christmas vacation party. Um, so I, the movie to me was, this one was better than Christmas with the cranks. Um, but I, I just thought it was, I thought it was played well. All right. So I, I again, another movie I have not seen previously and I have to tread lightly with Vince Vaughn because I just have this thing mm-hmm. where, where Vince is concerned. And I thought him in the role of Orlando, <laughs> I still Orlando and Dallas. And what was the other one? Uh, Denver. Denver. <laughs> and why were they named that way? Because that's the city. They were named after the cities they were conceived in. You got to love that. That was just hilarious yes and I, there were a bunch of characters that i really liked like kate's sister mm-hmm. you know oh, and, um, her her uh christian chenoweth her her uh her uh adjusting her outfit in front of orlando mm-hmm. um you know Brad, she, she, told, she told kate and her sister oh i can't stand up because i'm with the baby and then brad walks in and she stands right up <laughs> Oh hi! <laughs> you know she's just yeah. She's Brad's she's, brothers, John Favreau. You oh. know, I just this this is this this movie was done. What was this? Two thousand eight, something like this. Yes, when John Favreau was still, I mean, Mister Big Shot director now, right? Yes, but yeah. he he's he has these these bit roles where he's just he's great. Hmm. Pastor Phil, great. And look, I'm going to give Vince Vaughn five red vines for his portrayal of Joseph. Yeah. Oh, his, <laughs> I like how he said, what did he say at the end? Now I know how Celine Dion feels or something like that. I can't, I can't remember, but his, his swaddle that child, baby. And she's like, I have to carry the show. And then he uh, grabs the swaddle and he wraps him and he goes, what did he say? She's good at making babies, but not taking care of them. No, <laughs> right. You know, exactly. just things like that. And I, that, that scene is, is one of my, one of my favorites in this movie. That scene, um, it, it to me is really good. Uh, the jump house is pretty funny as well. The jump house was very, Carrie. very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, but for as many roles and characters that were entertaining and, and, and cast very well, there were just as many that weren't, right? I I have too much respect for Robert Duvall and his and his resume of of movie roles. Okay, for him to play a beer guzzling hillbilly, you know, talk about cantankerous old fool, right? Well, I, that scene where they're putting the satellite up, it, or satellite dish, remember? Correct. I never it's asked a, for a satellite. It's not a satellite. It's, it's a, a satellite, satellite dish. dish. You genius. <laughs> that part um i do i you're right he shouldn't he shouldn't play that same thing with john Voigt. he didn't get enough airtime to be in this movie 
being that. Well, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I, I guess I was okay with Mary Steenburgen being in 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 her role as Reese's mom, and I, and and like I said, I like the sister, and I and I love Reese Witherspoon. I do. Um, and I guess she was okay against uh, Brad, and they did really portray Bay Area overachieving couple who obviously had had bettered their own lives right from where they came from and you're absolutely right the storyline is incredibly relatable i mean we've we've i mean i've got family members that resemble <laughs> some i'm not going to tell you which ones but right. we we've you, we, especially when you're a married couple you have to divide and conquer at times and and you have to visit this in-law and that in-law and when you have blended or mixed families it makes it all that more difficult i, I can see where a four christmas concept is very relatable for a whole bunch of people well um, it's it's relatable for my kids you know they they have to come to me mine they gotta go to you know their their grandmothers and then you know they their moms and stuff it's 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 a little it's got to it, be. It's got to be tough for them. You never. It, I never really put them in that spot, though. It 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 happens. It yeah. it absolutely happens. So I think we can all we can all really relate to that. I didn't see a whole lot of chemistry between um, Brad and Kate, with the exception of that uh, kind of opening scene in the bathroom. I think that's where they tried to build it, but I didn't see it from that point on. No, I I think that's a good thing though. My, my daughter said the same thing. Didn't seem like they got along too well. But I think that they wanted it to go separate as the movie went on to show that, you know, maybe their lifestyle isn't really what they want to be where they're so isolated as a couple and okay, that so, one of them wants to be different. So they – see, see, if, see if you buy into this, right? Okay. So Reese – is probably in the same vein as, as being borderline America's sweetheart, right? Correct. Don't you think? I do. Now, I don't think that Vince Vaughn is in the same America's sweetheart gentleman version. He just doesn't come across to me as a romantic guy playing a romantic role. I just didn't see it. But again, who are you going to cast in there? I don't know. I don't know who you end up putting in there. But they, what they did collectively between the two of them is they did a very good job portraying themselves as that couple that really didn't care if they saw their families. They, they, they went about their own business. They, did, they were going to go to Fiji. Um, they, they didn't tell the truth about it, and, and that's unfortunate because even if you decide, hey, I'm, we're going to Fiji, we're doing our or much like Luther and Nora, we're going on a cruise. Right. Right. We're going to do that. Okay. If that's what you really want to do, that's okay. The, the, the challenge with, with Brad and Kate is that they did this all the time. They avoided their families at all costs at all times. And didn't you think at the very end, did it not scream sequel with the baby? It, it, yeah. And I don't see one happening, you know, 16 years later from when this movie was made or not 16 years later, I'm sorry, 12 years later from when this movie was made. Um, it, to this movie, I, I, that part with the throwing up on the, the baby throwing up both 
in the end of the movie and in the scene and Brad, you know, not Brad, I'm, yeah, Brad Vince Vaughn <laughs> is having a hard time. Yeah. I love you, but I'm going to too. You know, we've all done that. Oh yeah. Um, so this movie for me, and, and I used to be a bit in, this goes back to eating Gilbert grape. I used to be, have a little hot for Mary, uh, Mary uh, Steenbergen. Um, I used to, she goes on one of my top wait, ten lists. Wait, hang on a minute. How did we? How did we? How did we venture down the the Adrian Barbeau path? I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her internet movie database picture, and it popped up in my head. And then I remembered her from eating Gilbert's grape. Um, but I, it's you, not eating Gilbert's or grape. Eating grapes, Gilbert. What is it? It is eating. That's what a, is it? It's what's eating Gilbert grape. <laughs> Not well, eating Gilbert's grape. That sounds like a porno. Well, she was doing something that in that movie would be considered that with Pastor Phil. No, no, I'm talking about the other one. The what's eating Gilbert grape? She was eating Johnny Depp's grapes. Remember? <laughs> Sorry, I digress. Let's get back to Christmas here. Um, <laughs> I think Four Christmases is fun because I think it has a lot of sides. Uh, uh, sidekick fun um, i've had to i just had to mute myself I, sorry i have to, i got that sidetracked i got to get back on i'm here i can hear the the wheels turning my train's going all right um I, what did you give this movie i gave i gave it a three popcorn for the holiday felix i'm giving it three grapes <laughs> sorry sorry we'll never be asked to be on kbt again <laughs> um sorry oh my heavens oh I know what I'm getting for this, Christmas. This got to this. This got this got. I mean, this is again. It's fine. It's okay. it. It's it's fine. It's it. It's very relatable. We've 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 endured uh, family get-togethers at Christmas with with family that we might not want to be with uh, it, it, especially when you're talking about your significant other's family and I don't you know and I'm not being specific here it's just I mm. think everybody has that it, it's 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 with the exception of our Christmas Eve gathering where my family uh, ascends on our house um, where my brother and his wife are with us and my parents and all that which is not going to happen this year unfortunately mm. you know it, I get it go be with the people that you want to be with. And if you have some epiphany about changing your, your lifestyle at some point in time, um, good for you. Especially if those experiences with those family members has had some sort of impact. You know, you know, who, you know, who reminds me, you know, who I kept thinking of mm. during this movie, especially about having a baby and all this other stuff. Yeah. And who, and who really resembles Reese Witherspoon? Our friend Camille D. Camille. Oh, can't. Uh, yeah. C yeah. chaps. So Camille, you know, Camille, her husband, Ed. I never thought for in a million years and for our listening audience, our friend Camille used to work with us back in the, the heyday of Rio and, you know, Camille is a mom and her, her, she and her husband are, you know, overachieving professionals in, and they live in the Bay Area too. I mean, much like Brad and Kate, but at some point in time, Camille decided she changed course. She decided she's got, did you ever think Camille would be a mom? No, not at the I, time. I either. Not at the time. Not, not in that when situation. We, no. no. Yeah. I, I, and, and there was just, 
there was a connection that was there and I was like, huh, well, let's, 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 let's do this instead. So I, I liked how between having that sort of epiphany and the very relatable characters that are in other people's families, it, it, it was, it was fine. Okay, so what did you give it? I'm sorry on your your how many, gave, how, how many great three. red lines did you give it? <laughs> it got three. So both both movies that I watched got three, and this is within the confines right. of Christmas movies only. My my other qu yes, Christmas movies only. My other question we one thing we did not talk about this was the ten dollar gift limit. No, Brad's. Brad's best friend Daryl sleeping with his mom. Oh, I yes, I'm remiss, and I didn't. Uh, That's, I, that is not something that I uh, can remember right. um, in encountering at any point in my life. Okay, well, I like so it when he, he comes up to me and he goes, "How was your ride up here?" And you just it was fine. He goes, "I really want to get you gas money. Can I get you gas money?" <laughs> He was trying to be this old dad guy, and Vince Vaughn's like, hey, "Get away from me! You're my, you used to be my best friend." And he was your best friend, my mom. Right. That would. I mean, yeah, that would be. Uh, that was an interesting angle for sure. Yeah, that one took a little, little sidetrack. And did you know that him? That he actually, um, Daryl was played by Patrick Van Horn, who's really good friends with Vince Vaughn and John Favreau, and those three came up together in the movie Swingers. Um, so just a little FYI on that, ah. kind of helping, help, helping them keep their relationship together. Vince Vaughn um, and and John Favreau kind of kind of reminds me a little bit of the uh, Adam Sandler gang. You know, they had that kind of thing going on. Well, Swingers. I mean, not to get too sidetracked, but Swingers is a really good movie. Oh, it was a real good movie. And you remember, he was the one that, if you remember correctly, had the gun. It was trying. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's him. That's Daryl. So. But uh, and good. and on an honorable mention here because I love her to death mm -hmm. because of just of it. But Carol Kane's in this movie too. I love Car Carol Kane. Uh, she was Aunt Sarah. Did Did you also see the one person who was handling the ticket? Handling the ticket. He was a ticket agent at the airport. No, who was that? One of your favorite movies, Christmas movies. He's the main actor in. Oh, uh, <laughs> Peter Billingsley. Yes, Peter Billingsley was in this as well. Yep. <laughs> so I figured you would you would have brought that up sooner because that's I know I know that one is one of your favorite all time movies. Oh yes, that I mean you you asked the question earlier. You know mm -hmm. what are your go what are your go to movies? I mean there there are only a handful, and and then we get into this philosophical discussion about well you know is is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Right. Uh, is uh, um, um, Lethal Weapon is that a Christmas movie because of the opening scene? you know and, and all that and though to me those are some of the go-tos instead of movies like cranks and and this four christmases one and 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 any of those but yeah i, I mean and and then there's some of the classics which would you consider a christmas story a classic yes okay all right. i would even though it was made in 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 the 80s um it, what other movie gets a national network to run it 24 hours at a time correct yep right no other movie gets not 
It's a Wonderful Life, not White Christmas, right. not uh, any of the, uh, what's the Scrooge one? Um, Christmas Carol, Christmas Carol right? Right. which has been made a million times. None of those get the loop, but Christmas Story does. Okay. Well, why don't we do this? I know we had set plans for next week to review three classic films. Um, so we were going to review Miracle on 34th. We were going to review It's a Wonderful Life and White Christmas. Do you think we could squeeze Christmas Story in next week? Well, I thought you were going to suggest a Muppet Christmas. But yeah, no. I think that would be – do you want to do four next week? Yeah, let's oh, do I, four, and we'll, we'll shorten up each review a little bit. And then we – because I think Christmas Story really needs us to talk about because it is high on both of our lists. I would agree with that and welcome the challenge. And this could be the favorite of the holiday movies that we've done because we got four that are very well respected. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm excited to, to review all four, even though, as you know, I'm not a big fan of the first two I named. <laughs> I think it's I'm, the length. I think it's the length. I, this is going to be nothing but payback because I, I dissed <laughs> your crank movie. Yeah. <laughs> or your in your grapes, yeah. Because I, I I got I'm gonna have a lot to say about and just to clarify, okay. Yeah. Miracle on 34th Street, you're doing the original, correct? Yes. With Marina Hara. Yes. 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 yes okay. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. The words of Stefan on Saturday Night Live. Yes. 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 <laughs> Yeah, do you want to shorten our reviews even more and uh, toss in what's eating Gilbert's grape just for uh, maybe they should remake that to a holiday film? (laughs) Oh, what's eating? Oh, what's eating Gilbert's candy cane? (laughs) I'm gonna go beep beep. Is there? Should I add those into the editing? The beep sound. Yeah, you may want you may want to uh, clean this up, especially for our, uh, our our good friends over at KMET. If you have real quick, if you have any last minute Christmas orders that you need to put in, and you need some help on something, go to um, Facebook and go to uh, Patricia Montagano Zyra webpage. Um, you can click it off of my link as well. Two rev- reviewers, click on her name. Patricia Mont- uh, Tagano and take it on over there. She's got some great outfits uh, for both men and women and they're wonderfully priced for the holidays. Um, and you can get discounts right now and they ship extremely fast. So if you are needing something last minute ideas, um, feel free to hit that up um, and get that order in uh, this week. And and if you're looking for a place to stay, come on down to the Fairfield Inn and Suites in San Bernardino. No, that's not what. It is. No. What, no what, else, what else about Pat? What else about Patty? What matter? Check out her new hairdo. Oh yeah, check out that hairdo. And there's our sound for that. We must end our podcast, Ron. So four movie re- two four movies to review. And next time we all get together. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your participation, Monty. Johnny Depp, we love you, and we are two real two reviewers. <laughs>
Christmas is the time of year For being with the ones we love Sharing so much joy and cheer What a wonderful feeling Watching the ones we love Having so much fun I was sitting by the fireside 